0: If you're a homeowner, you likely have received an email from a mega real estate property search engine stating that your home is worth X amount of dollars. On this episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze, the team discusses how those can
1: be deceiving. My experience with uh, one of those big online aggregators was regarding a house that I was renting. My wife and I decided to take a three and a half year vacation and live on the sand in And the house was worth in excess of $3 million, which I could have never afforded to buy. But I could afford to rent it for a couple of years. I get this email that says it's worth 1.2 and I sent it to the owner going I'll give you 1.2 cash right close in three days
2: he, he, he never took my offer <laughs> and that's probably why banks when you go in loan, won't say well
0: just use the online price and we'll give you that money those sites do have other motives for providing the information that they do these aggregators are collecting your information you're going there to get the information
3: and then what do they do with it once they have it They sell it to a local expert because that's the person that's doing the work. It's an incredible business model. Holy crap, they make a bunch of money. Good for them. Is it the best for the consumer? Eh, Why would we look into someone local to give me the valuation of
1: my own?
0: The old real estate adage was location, location, location. But in SLO County, maybe it's local, local, local.
1: I know that if I needed a professional opinion, I'd call Al Swayze because I want a local market expert.
3: He'll do more deals with his team than most companies will do in their entirety. So he's got the exposure, the experience, he's run across it, he's seen it. More likely than not, there's a property that's sold within the past two years on your street that he's been a part of.
0: Let's talk about your home's value and what is the best way to go about finding out what its true value is. The Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze. Here's your host, James Bueno.
4: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Mr. Hal Swayze. We also have uh, Mr. JT, as always. JT present and JP from Keller Williams. Happy to be here. I didn't give your title, uh, Jay. Is that okay? I'm sorry. That's absolutely. Yeah, Grand okay. Poobah. Is that what you go by? <laughs> you
3: know what? I go by Hero Support. He-
4: hero Support. Yeah, wow. Hero support. Yeah. 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 Man, everybody's pretty confident today. Yeah, I like it. I have a title. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. At, at home. At home, what is it? Knucklehead. Knucklehead. <laughs> How, what is your official title here at, uh, at Team Swayze? I'm like, the
2: broker and president
1: of the corporation. There you go.
4: Yep. That's, and, and, and Knucklehead. And Knucklehead. That's and let's, at home. Let's give yeah.
1: Jay his due here. He's the CEO of... I
4: I gave him the opportunity we we've said it before I missed it he is he's humble while he's patting himself on the back (laughs) yeah okay so today's episode we're talking about uh, home values correct or real estate value
2: well yeah we we talk about this a lot and it's probably one of the biggest things or the most common question I get from people is hey how much is my property worth and so we were just jabbering about all the ways you can do that. I mean, you can get an appraiser and have them come out for sure. You can look online now. You're not used to be able to do that. Some people look at their as tax assessment. Okay, that's Oops. that's way different than value for sure. Get a real estate agent, you know, take a look at it. I think one that came up the hottest topic. You want to dive into the one we we joke about, which is the online values.
3: Oh yeah, which
2: are you know, you're
3: talking about an algorithm that collects data to assimilate a an estimate of value, and they are so grossly off because they don't know anything about the market area or about the house in particular, they're just simply pulling data that's now a public record. How accurate are those things? Uh, You know what? On average, between 60 and 70%. So you could be that. There was one of those groups out there, um, know, won't name their name, but they actually had a, a, a program where they would just buy your house sight unseen because the algorithm gave them a value. And they were so grossly off that they shut that program down. They stopped doing it because they overpaid for a bunch of homes
2: that's not the pillow it's not pillow
3: no,
1: it's different than that it's okay. yeah <laughs> yeah you will use something like that yeah. but how, how much money did they lose
3: uh, a million million hundreds of millions of dollars
1: let's be honest what,
3: what do they do for what is their business model their business model is to trap your information so they can turn around and sell that to someone else so they'll give you these incredibly crazy values for your house saying oh your house is worth this put in your information and we'll send you to a realtor yeah transversely on the buy side they do the same thing i've seen listings that are like this house is for sale it Closed two years ago. Yeah. But because the value is so low, they get all kinds of buyer inquiries that they then turn around and sell to real estate professionals. And that's what's interesting, right? These aggregators are collecting your information. You're going there to get the information. And then what do they do with it once they have it? They sell it to a local expert because that's the person that's doing the work. Uh, it's funny. I mean, it's, it's an incredible business model. Holy crap, they make a bunch of money. Good for them. Um, is it the best for the consumer? I would be I would looking to someone local to give me the valuation of my home.
1: Yeah, Yeah. my experience with uh, one of those big online aggregators was uh, regarding a house that I was renting while I was building my house. And my wife and I decided to take a three-and-a-half-year vacation and live on the sand in Cayucas, And the house was worth in excess of $3 million, which I could have never afforded to buy, right. but I could afford to rent it for a couple of years. And uh, I, I get this email that says it's worth 1.2, and I send it to the owner, going, "I'll give you 1.2 cash, right? Close in three days." He, he, he never took my offer.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I I think we've all seen examples where they're um, where they're not accurate, and that's probably why banks, when you go get a loan, won't say, "Well, just use the online price, and we'll go ahead and uh, and we'll give you that money." Hopefully, all people know that the assessment you have is based on what was paid at a certain time and then regular increases. So it's not really a true reflection of values. And and I get that call from time to time. But I I think probably a real estate agent, and or a good appraiser will do that absolutely. And, and
3: real estate professionals have access to the same tool that your appraiser is going to be using. And even then, some like because they they also know what's in the market. Like this property was, uh, and now it's it was on the market for this. It's now in escrow. You know, we don't necessarily know what the price is, but that'll give us an indication of what the market's doing. Yeah. Like it was on the market for three months. Like we know that that was overpriced, and it's probably in escrow for something less than the asking price.
1: You talked about appraisals uh, a few months ago about them being in the you know looking out your your rearview mirror as opposed to looking through the windshield yeah,
3: it's it's a historical uh it's a historical transaction it's what it's the past it's not the future so uh and an appraiser you know he's got there's there's Three ways, highest and best use, replacement cost, and comparative uh, market analysis, which is really what most real estate professionals use. Um, but they're looking at the same historical data that, the, uh, that a realtor has, but the difference between an appraiser is that they're just putting a valuation on a house that, in comparison to what happened in the past. Uh, as real estate professionals, we're constantly having to work that fine line between okay, this is the past. This is what our, what's happening in our future. Like we were just looking at the rates. Holy smokes, rates jumped a half a point in a day. What does that mean for our buyer pool? It's decreased, which means our prices are probably going to adjust downward to bring in buyers that now couldn't could have afforded at six percent. They can't afford my house at six and a half. Now, there's some great ways to get around that and maybe another podcast topic, but um, we've got our pulse on that where an appraiser isn't looking at those things. Yeah. And a lot of times an appraiser's job is to put value on a house to make sure the lender is protected. Yeah. Right? A lot of that's protected. So sure. they they might be a little conservative.
1: Could be both. Yeah, you spend a lot of time, Hal, in helping your clients arrive at what you think value the property is. How do you go about that?
2: Yeah, because I think it's probably one of the most important things we can help people with for sure. And, and there's a lot of things that I find similarities between good agents and good appraisers. One is market knowledge. And again, that varies. So you know, I've been doing this a long time, but if somebody says, hey, I got a house in Santa Barbara, can you appraise it? I'd say, gosh, no. I don't know the market. I don't know the local customs. I don't know which neighborhoods get a premium. I don't know who's buying what. So the locality makes a big difference. But when I'm talking to a seller and they say, oh my gosh, my neighbor's house just sold for this price, they're either happy because it sold high or they thought it sold low. I tell people, listen, if there's four home sales in your neighborhood and they're all selling for $800,000 and somebody sells for 300000 does that mean your home is worth less? Probably. No, it's one. That's why an appraiser doesn't use one sale. Hmm. So somebody maybe sold less than the value of the house for whatever reason. A friend, they didn't care, who knows? And somebody in the eight hundred thousand dollar neighborhood may have got a million bucks. Okay, well, did they have a special yard that somebody needed? Was it a circumstance where a buyer had to buy and missed two houses and suddenly they're buying? So again, we don't just take one sale, we take several sales. And as my one of my coaches said years ago said, Hey, the value of your home is based on who's looking and who you're competing with. That's supply and demand. Who's looking, right? Those are our buyers and who you're competing with. What sure. else is available, and then what direction is the market heading? So January through March this year, what price you want? Great, you know, good. We'll probably get a lot more, and then come April, things change pretty quickly, and it's like. Can we base our sales on a market where the interest rates were 3%, now they're at 5 Okay, there's been a change. There's not as many buyers, so the price becomes much more important. And then uh, what does the difference of marketing do, right? If somebody sold a house off-market or there's zero days on the market, that's usually a red flag for us as agents. It's like it wasn't really exposed, so we don't know. So there's so many things that go into it. And then it's, uh, of course, specific. You can have three houses in the same neighborhood, Two of them might have a backyard that's downsloping and not really flat, which may be good for somebody who doesn't want a yard. But if somebody wants a yard and they want a big flat space, if, you, if you're an appraiser and you just look online and you don't ask questions or your real estate, you may not get that. And then the last thing we do, and, and, and there's a couple of appraisers in town I knew this to do also, okay, you look at what's in escrow. That's the most recent information. This house just went into escrow a week ago. Let's call up the agent, let's see what the response was. Did you get lots of showings or not many? Did you get multiple offers? Was it slow? Oh my gosh, we had four or five, but we only just had one buyer. We felt very lucky we got this offer. So as someone coming on the market to know, okay, they barely got the activity they thought, we may not be as cavalier as, oh yeah, three people tried to buy it, one got it, there's two buyers out there right now. Okay, we know there's buyers in the marketplace. So it's dynamic, it's every day, and part of the marketing of an agent which appraisers don't get to see is we keep track of what the feedback is Okay, when we're marketing something it's like we put this new product on the shelf how many people bought it in the first two weeks none Uh oh that's not a good sign or hey the shelves are empty when we're talking on a regular basis to clients that have their home on the market that feedback is very important what is the market saying about our marketing price and our marketing condition so there's really a lot that goes into it and it's based if you're getting an opinion on an appraiser who's local, like if we get a buyer, and I'm talking a lot here, but if we get a buyer, murder, and we're an escrow, and the appraiser says, hey, I'm coming down from San Jose to do the appraisal, you know, we just suddenly panic. It's a little bit of a cringe. Right? Yeah, yeah and you know, and, and it's just because maybe they don't know the marketplace. We try to help them, but it's much better off to get someone that's local and knows what, they, what they're doing. The locality makes a big difference. I mean, John, you, you've seen a lot of changes in prices in your, your house, and you've dealt with this a lot. What have you
1: seen? I know that if I needed a, a professional opinion of what my property could be marketed, at what price my property could be marketed, this is going to sound like a little kiss-up time here, I'd call House Swayze because I want a local market expert. Now, if I owned a property in Monterey County, I wouldn't call Hal Swayze. Could, good, 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 you shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'd call, a, I want a local market expert who's got their pulse on the market, not yesterday, but today. And and you know the
3: reason why you would call Hal is because he's very transact He'll do more deals with his team than most companies will do in their entirety. So he's got the exposure, the experience. He's run across it. He's seen it. More likely than not, there's a property that's sold within the past two years on your street that he's been a part of. That's experience that you really can't pay for. Like, you have to earn that, and, and that's what I think you're referring to. It's
2: not like you learn it and you're done. Oh, yeah, right? you know, it's constantly evolving. What I knew three months ago was worthless today. So you got to constantly be out and ask the right questions and ask, you know, talk to your other agents and, you know, how are things going? What's the activity over here? you got to talk to, you know, our agents on our team, how many offers on this property, you know, what, what's that going to end up at? All those things go into that factor. And, and the thing is, from day to day, and we see it, you know, people talk about the market, your house changes day by day. I mean, the rates go up a little bit. Like you said, it could change things. A sure. right? few so, buyers just
1: bought changes things. So it changes like virtually all the time. So on this day, uh, overall in the county, are prices up or down? From when? From a month ago. <laughs> I, I, in this last month,
2: it's the first time since about April that I've started to say, okay, you know, we can price it about where the last sale is and maybe do better. And, and we're seeing a little bit of that in certain price ranges even though we probably had a little dip in pricing here for a month or two in some places, and other places we're starting to see it come back. When you're in the middle of a changing market, and this has been a fast change, I mean, how fast did prices go up for 18 months or 20 months? Breakneck speed. Breakneck speed. And then March, you know, end of March, April, in most of the country, how, how fast did it seem like what happened to the real estate buyers? So it changes faster than it used to. So, John, to answer your question, it just varies day by day. But I would say right now we've had slight appreciation in certain aspects of the market.
1: Prices really aren't down. They're just not going up as fast as they were. Is that what I'm hearing?
2: Again, you average it out. Prices over what period of time. Yeah. So if, if some people who bought, I hear it more in the Bay Area and L.A., we're not the same, right? It's a little different here. We're very fortunate. But I've seen, I've had those people give me specific examples. This house, somebody paid this much for it in December, and now they can't get that price in April. So that means in that specific situation, you know, something happened to the price. Should you be looking at that as a homeowner, whether it changes every three months? Oh my gosh, no. Right? That's that's speculating. It's like asking, how much is my car worth today? (laughs) Right? I don't know what it's worth. I need a car to drive. Yeah. Right? Will it be worth less than when I bought it? Sure. Is real estate usually worth more than when you bought
1: it? Absolutely. What was the T-shirt you saw the owner of Keller Williams wearing at your convention oh, last yeah. month?
2: Yeah, a great, great shirt. It says, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. It's like when you find someone. I mean, I had a foot problem. I saw a foot doctor. didn't work out. I saw somebody else, and I knew within 10 minutes— this guy's thoroughness. I found somebody who can help me. So knowledge is important. And getting stuff off the internet, I mean, you can get information off the internet. It's not like you're gonna have an attorney or get legal advice off the internet because every situation is different. There's a lot of knowledge and information that you
0: can't just get by looking online, right? It's like the web MDs of real estate. And we've all gone down that rabbit hole of WebMD when, yeah. when something crops up on our body. And we're like, oh, my gosh. I remember I had an ingrown toenail once. I thought my foot was going to fall off because I'd never had one before. And I got on WebMD.
1: I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got kidney disease. What's Get going out. on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on WebMD, it said, uh, Jeff, my house. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so going back to um, types of appraisals, the in the first time of the How Swayze uh, podcast history, I may know something that you guys don't. It's quite, it's quite possible. Have you heard of a 360 appraisal? No. Oh, I'm embarrassed. I'm looking at Jay. It feels Jay,
3: like a drive-by drone footage. Oh, you're so close. Exterior. So the,
4: the only reason why I know is because I got an email from a company that I won't say. Uh, they're, they're a 360 um you know, walkthrough host, sure. you know, so, um, w- when you take those 360 photos, mm-hmm. they host it for you so you can post it on your, on your, um, on your website. So what they're going to start offering is, uh, a 360 walkthrough, through appraisal video mm-hmm. for appraisers.
3: Yeah, my question would be that, that's all fine and dandy, but is a bank going to allow that? Is a bank going to uh, say this sure. is and enough then, of an approve of an appraisal value so that we'll lend against the house? That's what
4: was going to be my question for you yeah. guys. So, do w- you think it's going to work? So, they're trying to get more specific. You know, it's going to give measurements, dimensions, photos. Basically, they're going to hire just somebody super cheap in with a $7,000 camera to go in and take a 360 video of the house,
2: send it to an appraiser in,
4: you know, Ohio. And he's going to give the value.
2: Well, all, all I know is what happens when banks loosen their standards; problems occur. Yeah. Do yeah, you remember two thousand? What was it? Eight? There was a. Yeah. Was it, uh, wasn't there uh, what, a recession uh, back then? Five, like that?
3: five, six, seven. The banks. I heard what, about. You, it. Have, you have a pulse? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we'll
2: keep a yeah, phone. Yeah. So it we you don't we don't need to know that everybody you're, you're gets for a house. Real. You get a house. You get a yeah, house. Right, yeah. You
1: get a house. I think there may be a niche where where that might work. I mean, if if I'm Putting 3% down, I'm not sure that kind of appraisal is going to work. If I'm putting 50% down, maybe you don't need the full on appraisal. Oh, no, Last bank, time I refied my house, my loan to value was very low. They didn't even require an appraisal at all. Yeah, they, yeah. there's waivers now. There's so, waivers, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah that, so it could that, be
4: situational. Oh, absolutely.
2: absolutely. Yeah, they, yeah. They, banks will do loans without an appraisal.
4: You agree that it would be a better, it would be a better appraisal versus just, uh, you know, looking online at values, right? At least you get yeah. to see the house of dimensions and make sure, sure the well, house is standing.
3: Well, here's something that's specific about what you're talking about, James. And that is that there is sight on boots on the ground. There's images. There's, there's a human involved. The online aggregators, these, you know, big companies that are sending you online guesses as to what your house might be worth. There, there's not a human involved. It's an algorithm. So they're just collecting data, doing some divisionary math, and here's a value for your house. There's nobody overseeing it. So even at a a drive-by appraisal or a 360 appraisal, is going to have a set of eyeballs on the valuation of the home, the condition of the neighborhood, the condition of the house. Those things are all very, very
2: specific and very localized. Well, if they have the camera... And they'll do my house. If they can Photoshop, I might get the value I want. I'm going to need a lot of help. People ask all the time. I think probably the thing I I would say at the end of the day, most of the time it doesn't matter what anybody says because 90% of the calls I get about this are people are just curious. Oh, I feel good because my house is up. I feel bad because it's down. You shouldn't. Just be be glad you got one.
1: Yeah, I think if you're going to choose a real estate agent, two skills that I want from my real estate agent first and foremost is Uh, their local knowledge and their ability to help me price my house and the second is negotiation skills but luckily we have a guy in the room who's good at both of those so we're fortunate
3: yeah I I, I would say if you're interested in getting a valuation on your home um, call Hal you know, somebody on his team can help you with that yep. if if he can't do it himself. But um, the cross section of uh, transactions that he does gives them that little leg
2: up on on valuations. Oh, we're, uh, yeah. I didn't mean to say anything. We're, we're happy to do that for that. We do it all the time. But, of course. Yeah. They don't have to sell or buy or anything. Just just give us a call. Of
4: and, course. Yeah. How, and how? Let me put you on the spot here. There's a whole yep. bunch of different ways uh, people can contact you, get a hold of you,
2: or just get information. Won't you? Um, let everybody know, you know. What, Probably what, just best call the office, 805 781 3750. Or you can, um, yeah, send us an email, hswayze at gmail, hsweasey at gmail. Or you Google us, you'll, you'll yeah. find us.
4: Yeah. There's, there's yeah. Hal, it's a weird name. Hal at Team Swayze. That yeah. one, you you know all the ways. Yeah, yeah. Hal at Team Swayze. Yeah.
1: yeah. Call in, click in, walk in. Yeah. Oh. 860 Walnut. San yeah, walk that's in. right. And then
4: click in. It's com. It's a little difficult to remember, but uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a good one for that's us. That's the name I was given at birth, so yeah, we're going to stick are, with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, uh, thank you very much. Great information, and uh, we will see you guys uh, next week. Thank
2: you James. you, James. Thank
4: you for listening to the HowSwayze podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County Market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on HouseSwayze.com, where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. HouseSwayze.com, that's H-A-L-S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the House Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805 781 3750
0: Hal Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. This Low County Real Estate with Hal Swayze podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.